Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And today we're going to talk about the Donner Party. Uh, this is a uh, podcast that we got a request for uh, a long time ago. But uh, better late than never is what I say, Brandy. Yes, all the time. Yeah. You've got this. You've got this uh, titled as the Donner Dinner. The Donner party. Dinner Party, yes, because uh, they had a lovely little dinner party and they ate each other. Yeah. Basically, basically that's the story. So, um, well, it's unfortunate. It, yeah, it, was, very, it was very unfortunate, but. We have not been uh, we have not been together for quite some time. Uh, we have not. Uh, we've taken a hiatus. A hiatus we have. And and in that hiatus, uh, you uh, you got engaged. I did. Me, engaged to be I married. Engaged. I am. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're marrying okay. far above your station. I know. I know. But uh, why? See, I don't. I that's don't. why you never know. You want to listen to this podcast because. My because they was a is a listener. That's how we met. So you never know. Yes, maybe maybe you marry Chuck if you keep listening. You no. never know. And you and you too what? can get yourself a little white man who rubs his eyebrows off when he gets anxious and doesn't like to drive. <laughs> Let me I mean, tell you, dare to clearly dream. there's something magical about Timmy. I, well, that's that my we have just. That has just flown past us. Yeah, though. that's my confusion. Um, because because we know we worked at the same place he did, so clearly money can't be it. Um, I know. Well, we have. We it's have, my charm. We have, it's well, my charm. Yeah, it could be it, Timmy, because Timmy has. I believe Timmy has his first paycheck that he ever has working for the county. It, well, um, he's still got that, and uh, but. Yeah, it's just whatever the the true magic of Timmy is. You know, we were just too close to it, Devil. Is we that were what too it close. Was? We were blinded by Timmy's son. Well, see, no, the, uh, and it I took someone. Was uh, just thinking that. Yes. Well, son. you yeah. know, when we started the podcast, there was a rule imposed that we could not fraternize with our listeners. Well, I mean, fraternizing me. Let's let let let's 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 
call it what it is. It wasn't fraternized. We're not supposed yeah. to sleep with our listeners. That was well, we could not fornicate. Which and it worked out for there's Chuck a difference and I. between fraternizing. Yeah, and after fornicate. three years, I realized, yeah. hey, Chuck and Brandy are married. Yeah, you're the only one. So you're not supposed to be sleeping with listeners anyway. Yeah, it was a rule for me. So, mm-hmm. well, it's more of a guideline than a rule, but yeah. Well, but I did. Yeah, I figured it out. Well, and you ensnared a lovely young woman into your web of yes. weirdness. The lovely Leanne, who is now uh, in her 188th day of quarantine. Oh goodness! Well, you know. Yeah, it's hitting them hard. Yeah. Over there. I I do. I do feel like this is more one of those arranged weddings like they used to have back in like the... Like she's a mail-order bride? Back in the 1600s. No, no, no. Like it's a political thing, you know, that... Oh yeah, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to repair the, the, the chasm between the United States and Britain with this marriage. Well, I anything I can do Because they're still stinging about the war... Yeah, so we're we're trying to just re- reunite us, you know. We're totally uh, getting the better deal, though. Like, do we get to do a trade? Well, we are getting a better deal. Is there a trade involved? Well, no, we can't just go trading Timmy now, Devil. We 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 got to keep him where he is. I I, we can't I, just ship I, I him somehow off recall a conversation we had about five minutes ago, right before we came on the air, where we said that we're going to cut down on the banter, and here you are bantering oh, away. Timmy's big mad. We are. <laughs> Let's get him going. Yeah. You're well, you know away. what he's got. So I'm saying. Timmy's got to be a serious man now. Timmy's days of just being footloose and fancy free are coming to an end. So he's got to be a more serious man now. Well, we? you know. So we're going to have to get used to the more serious, the more uh, gravitas that Timmy will uh, bring with him. <sighs> I can be happily married like you guys. Let's not go crazy. Let's not shoot for the for the moon. I mean, let's just. We are. Let me remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast, and we sometimes use big words. Colonel and I use big words. Big words, big dirty words. That's brandy. Big dirty words, and if you don't like, yeah, brandy. If you don't like them, you can just turn your ass around. And go find you your little Dr. Seuss. Well, Dr. Seuss has been canceled, hasn't he? We can't even what find a podcast on about? Dr. Seuss. I don't know. Okay. They had something that Dr. Seuss did something bad, so I can't even use him. Sometimes. Go find yourself a Narnia podcast. Wow. Because they don't use any big word, any nasty words in the Narnia oh, podcast. Okay, that was a really long way to get wherever you thought you were going. Just get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck Thank out of here if you don't like it. Timmy. How's that? Yes. Uh, so I can't be the one here. Somebody has to be the grown-up. Timmy, you're the oldest. Uh, okay. Well, we do want to cut down on the banter because I was listening to a podcast. I don't know if I should say it because now it sounds like I'm complaining. But I oh was listening God. to a podcast uh, about reality TV, show, reality TV shows. And the host, I mean, they're very funny. And it was it was a great podcast. But... It, the banter, it, they bantered for like 40 minutes before they got into the, that might be an exaggeration, but a long time. I can't so imagine that we've ever done that. I can, yeah, I can feel, you know, when we get those reviews that say you suck, too much banter, I can feel it because I, I, 
listen to that show. But let me tell you, it's a good podcast, worth the banter. It's called uh, Reality Gays. It's two two gay guys, and they talk about reality shows, and it's they're hilarious. But um, yeah, they banter a lot, like us. So be prepared for that. But it's a really good podcast. And it took you like ten minutes to say that. I know. So let's uh, let me get, introduce our um, host, my co-host. The uh, to my right is the very lovely and talented, a lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. What do you think about that, Charles? I think it's a misleading term for a uh, very, very. Uh... What would you think would be a, a more ill-tempered, more, ill-natured? Um, what would you think would be a more pertinent title for for young Brandy? Well, I I think that history, if were she be, were she a queen of one of those said European countries, I I think that uh, like there's Alexander the Great, uh, Ivan the Terrible, and I think it would be Brandy the Wretched. <laughs> Wretched. Brandy the Wretched. Hurtful. I think that's how she will go down as a rule. I believe we were talking, um, and, and and I don't, and and I say that you know in a in a loving way. People have been you well, know, yeah. It's a term. A it's a term mean, of endearment. I can tell. It is a term of endearment. I I mean that sincerely with all my heart. Uh, you know, me and Timmy care about you, devil. But you're a wretched person. Well, I believe and, in the same conversation we had that. about bantering, uh, Brandy, the topic was brought up that people think we're too mean to you. So. Yeah. So I'm trying to be less mean. So I'm just going with wretched. Yeah. <laughs> is that okay? That's not offensive to you, is it? Oh, do I get to talk now at Brandy time? The very. Well, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to be your introduction. <laughs> The very lovely and talented Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? Timmy, I am good. I'm actually really good. Although Are you are you ready for the I holidays? Am almost. Almost. There's a couple little things I need to pick up. Um and I want to warn listeners now that where I record, I record in like my living room that I have to share with other your dungeon. people. Your dungeon. Yeah, I wish I had a dungeon to be recording this in, but I don't. I have this living room because we're in this whatever. Point is she, still, she has cat there are snarky tails comments in, in her right hand, coming, I believe. Do what? I, I picture you with cat nine tails in your right hand. For some well, reason. Well you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there are there's a peanut gallery here that thinks their input is Loved and wanted. So that couldn't be further from the truth, but I do want to let everybody know you might hear things that are not being said by hosts. You may, you may hear things that is not meant for public consumption. Probably. But yeah. my point is that I'm almost ready for Christmas. I got a couple little things I need to pick up. And yeah, we're recording this on December the 19th, just so everyone yeah. knows. Because Lord knows how long it will be before Chuck releases his podcast, probably spring. Oh, I'm getting this one out first, Timmy. I think this is a classic. This already, I can already feel this is a classic that needs to get out there before Christmas. This needs to be oh, a Christmas guest. MG. Or a Christmas gift to all of our visitors. All right. Okay, so I'm fair. good. My kids are good. 
everybody's healthy. We're, you know, I'm very grateful for for my family and everything. And everybody's just right now. I'm in Are you grateful for your family? Good. Are you really grateful Do what? for your family? Are you grateful I, for I your am. family? Because I am. I am so grateful for my family because any are they grateful that for I you? want. No, listen. Anytime I want to embark on a quest to tell somebody to suck it, you know, my husband is always supportive of that. He's always supportive of, you know, anytime I seek revenge. So, I mean, it can't get any better than that. And, you know, it's really like putting putting his hand on your shoulder as you're about ready to slap the uh, clerk at. Uh, Home Depot or whatever. The DMV. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I am very selective about who receives my negative attentions. But my family is amazing. My older son and his fiance just bought a house. I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah, and it's very, very cute. exciting news. And so, yeah, so, you know. Everything is good. Now, do they have a wedding? Do they have a wedding good, planned? Man. A date so, and all that? Um, it's Does Jacob October, have a... Like 15th, 18th or something. Oh, that's coming up. So you got some time. Does Jacob have yeah. what? I said that's coming up. You've got some time. In October? Yeah. Well, after that, Brandy, I, I, I hate to, um, you know... I hate to say this out loud uh, for your ears, but they're likely to consummate their their uh, relationship on that, uh, on that in that why? evening. Why? Well, I'm just saying that that's why? what people do, right, Chuck? Well, well, I mean, it, if you want it to be legal, you have to consummate it, and then that oh might result God. in a. You being a grandmother. Yeah. Oh, my God. First of all, don't ever talk about that again. That's nasty. Or I'll start bringing in mothers. Let's just you, not. You you will. You might be a, a grandmother, as Chuck said, pretty soon. I'm, I hope you, I'm okay I hope with you that. have bought a shawl. Those grandmothers. I'm okay with that. I want them grandmothers. to call me gang- I want my grandbabies to call me Gangi. Gangi? Gangi. Gandhi? Nope, Gandhi. Went Gandhi? Uh, From Arrested Development. Isn't that what they called her? Was Gangi? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, Gangi. I aspire to be Mother Bluth. So you're looking forward to being a grandmother? I am. I am to get to play with babies and toddlers and then give them back. I, You know, I don't know what else you could ask for. And you know, God forbid. I mean, I mean, you're like you're clearly old enough to be a grandmother. Jesus, absolutely not. But I do know a lot of <laughs> my friends are. They already have grandkids. I am absolutely not old enough. So well, let's maybe the, down maybe there. this time uh, next year you'll be on your way. Yeah, you could you could be holding a little one by well October. Yeah, October. Let's say. Now they're gonna fornicate mm-hmm. through that entire first month, Your mother probably fornicated. twice, three times a day. Your mother fornicated. Um, well, Let yeah, him do the did. math, Brandy. Uh, Let him do the math. He can't do math. You know what? You know you got 
you got this. three times a day times three. That's only 94 fornications, dude. That's 90 fornications. When you see them at Thanksgiving. Is it a Californication? You can. Listen, hey, but, hey, yeah. hey, hey, is this on? You'll probably have a baby there. Shut it. It might not be a birthed baby, but you. she may be bringing a little child with a Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, my Never know. God. Never know. This is secure in her in her <sighs> womb. She might be bringing a uh, little devil. That's fine. Uh, uh, That's fine. A little miniature hey. devil. Hi, we're doing a podcast right this okay. second. So I don't know if you guys uh, want to join me. We did. We did do a lot, spend a lot of time on brandy today. So yeah, clearly, uh, that was all all a lot of me. brandy time. All right, Charles, what's your yeah, deal? Well, no, wait let me introduce our uh, the panelists to my left. A man who is known. As uh, an oasis in the desert of despair. You know, Brandy, in these troubled He's times not. of the Omicron and the Delta and all these variants of COVID out there, um, it, it, it becomes overwhelming. And a lot of our listeners have Tim, told me have to make lunch soon if we could get through this. that they were they were about to give up when. The beacon of what uh, of of the colonel shined through their through their windows. You got nothing, do you? Because it's all bullshit. And Jesus, shined. He's considered long to come up with shined. He is considered the uh, an oasis, Brandy, in the desert of despair. Absolutely not. He's an honorable man. He's a best-selling author. He has never played with his weenie on uh, Zoom. Absolutely, that we, that we not know of. Going to attest, you can't prove that. But you can't prove that I did. Yes, the very, the very honorable, the Which Colonel is Charles, the Reverend. He's a man of God. He's not the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Walters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, Timmy, I'm 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 good, Timmy. I, I have to say I'm good. This time of year, you know, a lot of people ask a lot from me. Um, just like, to like show Santa up. Claus, really You're like tolerating Santa Claus. the family. But I have to, I do have to say that I I as I put on Facebook yesterday, I received some very very good news that we had a little a mass taking taken from Rudy's front leg that they were. At best, hoping was a low-level cancer, Okay. And at worst, was a high-grade cancer, which meant that Ruta Baker would probably have three to four months. What about three legs? Um, They couldn't work that out? Well, that was a possibility, too. So So we take it. But it came back. Poor little Rudy. The mass was benign. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. So that was very good news. So there was no, you know, they were already talking chemotherapy and things like that for a dog. Do they so, give uh, dogs? Which, do they give dogs marijuana when they give them uh, chemotherapy? Yes, they um, can. They have. I think. I, yeah, yeah I, they can, and I There's think doggy. Logan probably has already uh, given Rudy his fair share of marijuana. <laughs> well, and. Um, just walking oh through God. Logan's living space. Wow. Yeah, I think that's a that's a thing. 
Well, we're glad Rudy well, is okay. Doggy marijuana. We're, they can, they have like okay. they have like doggy <clears throat> cannabis you can give them. And I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not an expert. I'm not the expert on and cannabis. Rudy is, the devil and Rudy is. is absolutely a stoner. Make no mistake. Oh, you know, Bo. He Bo looks just like Snoop Dogg. Well, just of like course he does. It gets a little look on his face. He looks just like Snoop Dogg. Got those squinty eyes looking around. Like, does he? Does he rap? Because it doesn't take that much THC to get Bo going. Yeah, well, he's sure. Small. But uh, yeah, he's, he's well, passive. But yeah, everything's wonderful on well, my we're end. Glad, to me, we're uh, glad things that, couldn't uh, be better. Young Rudy is okay because I knew a lot of people were yes. concerned. The boys, uh, well, Taylor is not here. Tanner's here now with his. With his little pup Stevie, my my uh, my granddaughter is I oh see I have grandchildren too, and uh, she's a little Shih Tzu, and she's just the loveliest dog you ever met, Timmy. So, well, life's good in the Colonel household. Orbit. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, glad to hear that. All right, let's talk about the Donner Party, shall we? Please, as I mentioned, yes, as I mentioned, we we got we did a poll on our Facebook. Our Facebook group, fans of the History Dreams podcast, a while back, and we asked what topic that we haven't covered that you would like for us to cover. And finishing first was the Donner Party. So we are fulfilling our pledge to all the wonderful. Uh, we'll all the wonderful, two years later. Well, it was yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a while, but we're you know. We're like, you know, we're like the snail, Brandy. We just, or is that the tortoise? I don't remember, but we stay. The we, what? Slow. We get there, but we may, we may be slow. I thought that's what he said. Tortoise. The tortoise and the snail. Yes, you're right. That's my fault. Okay. Go on. Let's start. Let's talk about the Donners. <laughs> you know, I haven't missed you guys at all. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the Donner Dinner. And Don, we're calling this the Donner Dinner Party, of course. The Donner Party, uh, everyone is aware, probably it lives in the United States, that the Donner Party uh, end up uh, eating eating, uh, eating themselves. Don't give it away. Well, they really didn't eat themselves. They ate each other, I guess. It was a better... Uh, you know, when the lovely You're Leanne... You're away the end. When the lovely Leanne was... Was visiting. She she visited for a month, and one of the things we did was to go to Springfield, Illinois, and that's where our story uh, our story starts. So, in the mid nineteenth century, thousands of Americans headed west, Brandy, to claim land in Oregon and California, as other as well as other western states. James. Frazier Reed. You know, we always say the Donner Party, Jamie right? But, Frazier. But what? we always refer to the, the story as a Donner Party, and the Donners were a party uh, it, to this. How, when, to this. Here's the thing. But here, wait a minute. Wait, but wait, they're wait, not wait. the only But they're not You're the only You're jumping ones. ahead. Will you read the fucking thing? That's the whole point of doing this before you, like, keep on going. You seem, to be, you seem to be a little bit edgy this morning, Brandy. I'm not. You do seem a little I'm edgy. And, and I, edgy. I, I feel like over the years, our, our, our oh listeners know that we, we make them work for it a little bit. We, we, 
we don't just lay this out in a clear fashion. We make them work for it a you little Brandy, bit. We it's, throw, a, it's like it's a, a puzzle. Tease, Brandy. You know, I hope, that's not a tease. Yeah. I'm you being know what, seductive. You know what a tease is? I'm being you seductive. You know what a tease is? No, no, no. No, you're not. You know what a tease is? Well, let's see what happened here after they went over the mountain. Not, hey, the Donners ate all the other people and then ate each other, and there was one guy that stumbled out of the way. You know what? No. Read the goddamn thing like you wrote it. Y'all are killing me. Five minutes before we got into all this, we need to cut down on the banter in between. Well, now we're 40 minutes in here. We've not started dick, except for Timmy's read the first motherfucking sentence. So... The banter shit that you all are yammering on about, fuck yourselves. Now, well, I, I, I just want to point. To I just want to point what out. I just want to point Jamie out. Frazier is in Illinois. I, I just want to point out. You can to point all, out whatever the fuck you to, want, all, and, unless it's on my goddamn computer screen that I'm looking at. I'm not listening to you fucking point out shit. I just want to say go. that when people say we're too mean to Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Christmas shopping has gotten the best deal. And I am in a great mood. You seem I know you're, This is the devil in a good mood. Goddamn right it is. So the next time somebody comes on and says, you guys are kind of mean to the devil. Well. Remember this. Just replay yeah. this. Remember this. Remember this. James Fraser Reed was an Illinois businessman. Eager to build up a greater fortune in the rich land of California. Go west, young man. And Corse Greeley said that, Colonel. <laughs> so they loaded up the truck, Timmy, and they moved, moved to, Beverly. to Beverly. Hills, that is. Hills, well, that is. Reed. Hey. Swimming pools and, and stars. people to eat. Reed, Reed also, hoped, also hoped that his wife, Margaret who suffered from terrible headaches, <clears throat> might imp- her condition might improve in coastal, in a coastal climate. See, I'm guessing she's had a few, I'm guessing she had a few headaches uh, surrounding this trip before it's all over, but let's see. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's Just see what wow. happened. So Reed, James Reed had read, he, he was kind of the guy that got this all going. You know, we call it the Donner Party, but really this guy got it all going. He read the book called The Immigrant's Guide to Oregon and California by one Lansford W. Hastings, Brandy. And he... I know his work well. He had advertised that there was a new shortcut to the Great Basin in California. So what do you think about that, Brandy? A shortcut. Wouldn't that that, that be wonderful? Yeah, well... Especially I don't trust when people you're traveling by uh, horse and wagon. Well, wagon. it would have been good, Brandy, had uh, Lansford Hastings, who wrote the book, actually actually taken a shortcut. <laughs> actually taken it. He had not, yeah. unfortunately. This was all this theory, was all Timmy. Theory, this all but theory. he passed it off in his book as you know a a, 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 a fact, right? As this is a so he was a uh, he was a what's the term like a snake oil salesman? Well, he owned land in California, right? And he wanted the uh, he wanted to get American settlers there to take uh, territory so from away from Mexico, part of the Mexican Mexican oh. Republic at the time. 
So he told a fib, Brandy, about this short rat fucker. Uh, the new route enticed travelers by uh, advertising it would save the pioneers 350 to 400 miles on easy terrain. So, yeah, take that. Yeah. As I said, he never tested it. It was just something, you know, some propaganda that he was spewing. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's spewed on this podcast. But Lancer <laughs> Hastings yeah. was also a spewer, Brandy, of false information. It was a spewer. Um, well, in theory, it, in theory, mm-hmm. Timmy, it, it could have worked. Yeah, if there was an actual shortcut, it would have worked. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. He just looked at the map and drew a straight line. Yeah. He didn't even have one of those old maps where you unfold and you can never get it folded back up, right? He didn't even have that. (laughs) So, yeah, he would have like just said, go straight. Yeah. He just had like a little uh, stick in the ground and he just. He had a scroll. Yeah. So, the new route enticed uh, travelers, you know, on this new route because it was going to save them, you know, it's going to save them. Uh, time, right? Which was important because for the settlers in the East to reach California, they had to leave at a certain time of the year because if they didn't, they wouldn't have time to make it before the winter set in. And they, the, if the winter set in, then they couldn't get across this. Severe, yeah, you're fucked. Uh, yeah, you're in, you're in bad shape. So, in the spring of 1846, a group of nearly 90 immigrants uh, left Springfield, Illinois. So what I was saying, Leanne and I was in Springfield, and we saw the spot from where they left. They have a little plaque there. And they headed west, led by James Reed and, and by brothers Jacob and George Donner. Donners were a family and they made up this this uh, group that was going to California, and that's how somehow they became it became known as the Donner Party, even though it was started and organized by this uh, Lancer Hastings. Interesting fact, Brandy. It was not. Do you know who almost went on this trip? You, Waylon Jennings. No, but, <laughs> no, but that was close, Colonel. That was very close. Wait a minute. Is Glenn Campbell going to follow on his tractor? It was very close. <laughs> well, you know, on the Buddy Holly plane, Waylon Jennings was almost on Yeah, that. we did an episode so. on that. Oh, he might have been on the Donna party oh. thing, too. <laughs> no, actually, it was went. Abraham Lincoln, who was a young attorney in Springfield at the time. Had, yeah, that would have been mm, something. I feel like Abe would have survived it. Well, I think he he was pretty tall. Maybe he could have looked over the mountains and he was too know. skinny to eat. Well, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't have much yeah. meat on his bones. Mm-hmm. He well, but Mary would have been that, Mary would have been fine eating. I think. Well, yeah. Well, she yeah. Was crazy. So that there although that. she she would have, you might have gotten mad cow disease from eating Mary. Sure. Well, I will say, right, so how Mary many, Mary hey. was smart enough to nix this plan <laughs> to go to. Went along with the the Donner Party, oh. so you ever? Whatever happened to mad cow disease, Timmy? Uh, I guess it's we still around. Tainted meat. 
Yeah, it just went away. We should, no, we should, mad sure cow disease. It was a big. We I'm should sure do an episode. We should, we should do an episode on mad cow disease. We should, and we could talk about it after we might get through this one. I, I now, picture a cow sitting, laying on a sofa, and a little psychiatrist is like taking notes. Yeah, cow psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Brent, how many how many other people were with the Donner and the Reed? Parties? Well, in, in addition to Reed and the Donner parties, the group included the Graves. These are families: the Graves, the Breens, the Murphys, the Edies, the McClutchens, the Keysbergs, and the Wolffinger family. Oh, good! They got out of there. Oh, as well as several uh, Teamsters and a number of bachelors. See, they just didn't. If you were a bachelor, Ooh, you just yeah. kind of went on. You know, they just they didn't count you as a family. So, you know, you weren't like a real person. But you went on. You you know, if you yeah. died, they're going to eat you because you don't have no next of kin, right? Good lord! And you got to remember, Timmy, the the rails weren't built yet over oh, there, I- so we couldn't have hobos. So they called them bachelors, Timmy. Oh. Do you guys know? Bachelors were the first hobos. Do you know that there is a kink? Uh, uh, I know, Brandy, you don't like kink shaming, but there are women who like to sleep with hobos. They're called hobosexuals, Brandy. Yes, I know. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I will go, uh, sometimes I will chop my pants off like, you know, four inches of length and make them all tattered and then smear some dirt on my face, Timmy. I saw this. Uh, I saw. When, you ever watch that show, Weird, Weird <clears throat> Addictions or something? My Weird yes. Addictions. This woman yes. was addicted to eating cat food. Yep. She started with the dry cat food and then she went to the wet cat food. But she was eating. Well, that's, that's what well, happens. Well, dry cat food. <laughs> It's really the cat treats that are that are the gateway drug <laughs> yep. to cat. You nip. know, because if you ever had a cat treat, they're not that bad. Cat nip, the is cat a treats are not that bad. They're like, they're like, uh, what's that mix? The Chex mix, you know, that you got. Uh, and, and my stepfather actually did that one time. He was sitting. Uh, remember <sighs> kibbles and bits, yeah, Timmy? Yeah, kibbles and bits. He was sitting there, and he takes a handful, and <clears throat> he. Pops it in his mouth, and, you know, he's not paying attention, and he spit it out on the table and said, this is the worst, uh, this is the worst goddamn snack mix I ever had. And we were laughing so hard, we was afraid to tell him that it was, uh, it was, it, it was dog food. It was dog treats. What's your thoughts on that, Brandon? So, he, uh, I, that was just, like, 30 seconds of my life I'm never going to get back. So, well, let's. He, but what I never understood oh, is he 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 decided that he the first bite like the second bite was going to be different, so he just took a, a a smaller like a fing you know a couple fingers full and and tried it again, like like he got a bad batch the first time he reached in, and then we finally had to tell him, God damn it, you eating dog food, and he's like, well. And then he changed his mind because he said it wasn't that bad for dog food, but it was a terrible snack mix. So. Oh, God. That really happened, Devil. Really happened. I quit. Well, I hope we don't see him on my strange addiction. What do I need to say to move this forward that I care? Fine. What? what, Brandy, I have a question for you. I got a a little joke. I I got a little joke. This is a comedy podcast. 
So we sometimes we like to inject humor. Uh-huh. We do. What is black and sits at the top of the stairs? I don't know. Stephen Hawking's in a house fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's asshole, dude. <laughs> okay. So the initial group included 32 men, women, and children. As they made their way, you okay there, Charles? As they made their way west, the group would grow to close to 90 people, Brandy. Your thoughts on that? Well, you know, you pick up stragglers. There's lots of uh, bachelors there. Well, I want you know. I wonder if like they have to hitchhike, like if they're just out on the plane somewhere, Colonel, and they just stick up their thumb and you, you, yeah, they got that little they got that little stick with a with a bag, yeah. you know, oh, with yeah. a kerchief on it, and, then, and they just like and they see a wagon train go by, the and then they just stick out their <clears> thumb and. And they then can. they just start walking with them. I don't know if there's anything that, you know, yeah. formal about it. But, okay. So, they, they're picking up people as they go. The trip west. It's like, a, <laughs> it's like a strip of flypaper. It's just collecting people and shit on the way it goes. Oh, I, I loved it when we I used to have flypaper. Do they even sell flypaper anymore? Yes. They do, yes. <clears throat> we have bought You know, they really need, thing. like, a real and big, real big flypaper for, like, catching humans. Baby. That would be so cool. Jesus. Or birds, just birds yeah. flying into it. Have birds all stuck to it. Yeah. Cats. Okay. Cat paper. We need cat paper. Hey, Timmy. Yes. Yeah. T- where, did, where did they stop first? Well, the, the trip uh, west took them first to St. Louis, Missouri, where Saint they would... Joseph, but that's okay. Uh, uh, what did I say? St. Louis. Uh, no, yeah, not, not St. Louis. Saint it Joseph, looks the same. St. Joseph, Missouri, where they they would buy needed supplies. From, uh, from there, they went to Fort Laramie, which is now what we would call Wyoming, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah. And uh, they would... It was at that point they would diverge off the Oregon Trail and follow this new path uh, that Lanford Hastings came up with that really didn't exist. Then they would go across the Great Salt Lake Basin in Utah. Uh, and then from there to Truckee Lake, it's now called Donner Lake, because that's where they got stuck. Um, because that was why a la- are you giving this away? Well, this is in the script here. It's right where I'm talking about. I now. know it is, but you know who can't see the script? Our listeners, right? But I'm I'm telling you, I'm reading. I'm I'm consistent. I'm reading where we're at before they before yeah. crossing the Sierra <clears throat> the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Um, they would be at Truckee Lake, and at Truckee Lake is where. We'll we'll talk about, but it's it's where the party um, ran into their problems. So after leaving Illinois, the group soon encountered rough terrain and numerous delays. Remember, I told you they had they had to plan their trip perfectly right. to get to California before the snow winter starts. Right. So they got they they became trapped. They. Because they all the, all these delays, they would eventually become trapped by the heavy snowfall snowfall high in the Sierra Nevada mountains. 
it um, it worked. If it had worked differently, the group of settlers that came to be known as the Donner Party would have slipped over uh, Sierra Nevada mountain into California, and we wouldn't even know about them, right? But that didn't happen. There were poor. There was poor planning, a series of bad decisions, and early snowstorms caused sixty of the original pioneers to become stranded in the mountains during the winter of 1846. And as hypothermia set in and food ran out, many resorted to the greatest of human taboos, Brandy, cannibalism. Who amongst us would not? You know, what I, when I always think about this, Timmy, is that it is a great human cap taboo cannibalism but we would have we would judge that it's like they did what they had to do you know blah 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 for survival but we would judge them much more harshly if they would uh if they would have banged them first oh god <laughs> if they would have banged them before or they or maybe even then we would maybe talking, afterwards <clears throat> or afterwards yeah if they were to bang, you know, whatever. Because you know how a turkey, oh, there's still some no. slivers of meat left on the bone. Yeah, you can still yeah. stuff it. You, know. you can still stuff the turkey. Absolutely you can. not. Even one after. after a, a post-Thanksgiving turkey or a pre-Thanksgiving oh, turkey. My God. You can do them both. No. Well. No. really depends on the stuffing. As I mentioned oh, in the 1800s. But. If you think about that, really, though, we would we would we would be shaming them right now. And, and and canceling the Donnas. We'd cancel the Donnas. We would. They would be canceled. He's, this, he's right there, Brandy. They would be canceled if they would have uh if they would have penetrated any of the uh frozen stiff people before they uh I don't before they ate them. I don't understand what just happened there, but it was not great. Do you agree I, with me? I Timmy? absolutely agree with you, Colonel. I think it You can eat another person, but you can't bang them while they're dead, Timmy. No, that's oh that's con- that's considered taboo. Yeah. yeah. So yes, that's what's considered taboo. <laughs> so in the eighteen hundreds, as I mentioned, safe travel meant hitting the sweet pot, sweet spot for timing. Uh, they had to leave Missouri, leave Missouri too early, and they would not be enough grass to sustain the cattle and oxen that they took. Both were needed as resources of food and to pull the wagons. Leave too late and you hit uh, impassable snow in the Sierra Nevada. Mid-April, Mid-April was considered optimal timing. And the Donner Party, because of delays, didn't leave until May the 12th, 1846. So they're already, what? A month late. A month late, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. After after all, there had been an estimated seven thousand wagons that had made their way west in California to California in eighteen forty six. The Donners were the last to leave of the sea. The last of the seven thousand. See, and, and maybe they were. You could consider them the first for the new season. Well, oh <laughs> you could. You know, the other thing is too, Timmy. You can't. You, you can't. Do the same applies to the oxen and the cattle. You can't just you know be on a trip and get lonely and say, "Oh, that oxen, mm, oxen's looking better and better." I think I'm going to eat the oxen. 
And yeah, and before I eat the oxen, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make love to the oxen. Well, you know, what? <clears throat> that's not something you that's know done. That it's just it's frowned they, upon. This is before the days of Peter. If you were um, if you were like banging the oxen, which I'm sure has happened, you have to be pretty tall, Colonel, to reach around and get the the uh, oxen's. You know their. Well, they oh. they used to have oxen stools. Too. Oh my god, an oxen stool. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So you, 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 yeah, an oxen straps. So in case you fell, you know they got. You, the, uh, you know that uh, men bang donkeys in uh, South America. Oh, what? Yeah, really? it's pretty common. I well, I guess you know if it because donkeys are stubborn. They're like you know. No, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move. And then finally, people decide, okay, if you ain't going to move, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If you ain't going to move, I'm going to fuck you. You got to pay. Am. You got you, you to gotta pay for your feet <clears throat> some way. Exactly. You know, speaking of, okay. Timmy, I got a, uh, I, because I, I like to do a lot of work around the house and I like to keep things organized. And I got a uh, an Amazon package delivered yesterday and it was six. Velcro, eighteen-inch Velcro straps, Timmy. That will come very, come in very handy around the house. And I opened it up and I laid it on the on the table. And as I said, Logan and Tana and they're here and and they uh they they judge me very harshly for ordering these straps. Timmy. Why did, why did you order them? <clears throat> and said, when I did why. I order? Why did you order? Uh, because I have some bins and stuff down in the basement that I, you know, that I had some bungee cords okay. on. And I thought, you know, Velcro straps will work better for that. And, uh, yeah, they, they accuse me all of all. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All kinds of uh, potential, potential uh, sexual deviancy, oh, Timmy. It was part of your uh, just for having Velcro straps. Well, I'm sure that you will put them to good use, Colonel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have the collection that you know the devil might have built up. Oh, she- Speaking of which, devil, what are you asking for for Christmas? Um, us to get through this podcast. She already has a collect. It. She already has a collection of you know uh, Caddo Nine Tails. <clears throat> I want it noted. Yeah. I yeah. have not said a word for like four minutes, and the two of you have yammered on 
So when they talk about there's too much banter, um, it's <coughs> not me that they're talking about. No, I think it's you. So I want that noted well, I think it for is the record. You. But, I mean, you all continue. This is, I mean, this we – we, we, Bantering now. Let's, uh, Colonel and I, when we talked about too much bantering, we, we said we, like in a universal we, we banter too much. But really, they were talking about you, Brandy. We just didn't want to. Yeah, we we were talking about to. We tried to use the congressional we, but they meant you double. Really, you, Brandy, let's basically. Let's <clears throat> not. So, uh, back to the Donner Party. Um, so, you know, they leave too late. They get stuck in the snow. If they leave too early, you know, there won't be enough grass for the oxen to eat. So you want to hit that sweet spot, right? And it's kind of and like they left late. It's kind of like uh, my academic career. You know, I always figured if I get if I get a C, C plus, that's where I want to be, Colonel. But if you get an A, it's you as- spend way too much time <clears throat> on that class. Oh, you spend too much time, and and people expect yeah. it. People expect it the next time. So. You don't want to set that bar high, Timmy. You don't want to set the bar high. So there were other problems with the Donner uh, party trip. Uh, uh, the Don, it was well known that the uh, trip took four to six months. But the Donner party only brought four months with the food. And well, no that more. seems dumb. Well, they were optimistic, uh, obviously. No, but... Yeah, but yeah. you know, you always plan for the worst and hope for the best. Well, I think a. I mean, yeah, it seems a little short sighted to me, but. There were some opportunities. There were some opportunities for hunting along the way, but with the vast number of immigrants heading west, and we already said they were the last of that season, right? 7,000 other wagon trains had made it across. Much of the uh, wild game had been thinned out. Um, so. Well, yeah, seven thousand people, but they, they but seven thousand didn't take the the route that the well, no, but the, the, not all the way, <clears throat> but they took the route yeah. till they got to you know the Great Salt Lake Basin, and then then it you know then they, and then they diverged from the route. Yeah, everyone else went the known route, the Oregon Trail, while the Donner Party went this other route because they read this. Flyer from this late uh, Lansing's Hastings yeah. guy, Lansford Hastings guy, that was complete bullshit. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, they got pulled in. I'm <clears throat> sure they're going to write a bad Yelp review on that uh, <laughs> yeah, the, for that the flyer. Party is, there will be some ugly Yelp reviews. Yeah. The Donner Party is the the cue of its time. What were their options if they ran out of food? You might ask, Brandy. To I don't su- know. To some degree, food could be obtained by other immigrants, but there was a limit to folks' generosity. While you know, because they're they're trying to get across the fucking plains too, right? While there were some towns and forts along the way where one might be able to get additional food, the sheer number of travelers have must have made it that doubtful at times. <clears throat> so. You know, towns were few and far between, or settlements or forts or whatever. Um, the weather was another issue. By the time the Donner Party had reached what is now Kansas, 
The party was delayed at the Big Blue River because heavy spring rains had swollen water levels to 20 feet higher than normal, which meant the immigrants had to build ferries and help one another and wait their turn to cross. So that cost the expedition almost another week as their vital food supplies continue to shrink. That put them... See, they would have been much better off to me rather than building ferries, building fishing nets to me. See, that's that's why you say you teach a man to fish. Teach a donner to fish. You feed him for a lifetime. Yeah, Yeah, teach a donner to fish and he won't eat your daughter. (laughs) That that should have been the same. Um, we should stitch that on a pillow. But they built fairies. <clears throat> yeah. Teach a donna to fish. They won't eat your children. All right. So these but, delay. But no, they built fairies to get it. I mean, they didn't think there's all kinds of food stuffs under there. They could have eaten algae. Well, I'm sure there's like an In-N-Out uh, burger along the way. Right. A Jack in the Box. Uh, <laughs> and worst comes to worst, you know, jump on Grubhub or DoorDash or something. Yeah. Exactly. But jack-in-the-box to them means something entirely different than it does to us. Okay. Hey, hey, you know, Jim Bob, go get jack-in-the-box in there. He's Uncle Jack. <laughs> get him for his frozen too hard. I wonder how long you got to set a human on defrost before, you, before they're ready. Because I know I got Thanksgiving, a turkey take you, what, four or five days to thaw out, devil? I have no now, idea. These donors were up in the mountains just frozen She just solid. puts it in a microwave. <laughs> so. Ew. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't make the turkey at Thanksgiving. I wonder if you could deep fry a donna, Timmy. Just get, make one of those things and just drop them in like people deep I'm fried sure turkey. That, deep fried sure. donna. You know what? A deep fried donna. That, would make, that makes turkey more palatable, so I'm sure it would do it to a human being. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so while the expedition uh, might not have been That's how able KFC to, started, <laughs> why the, the expedition uh, might not have been able to predict heavy rains, building some extra time into their itinerary for such eventualities might have been smart. They failed to do this, of course, uh, and as it was, they were pressed for time from the very start of their journey. So, you know, considering that maybe these people just aren't that smart and this was a thinning of the herd situation. Well, I, well, there was a definite thinning of the herd. Yeah. Right. But. So James Reed, James Reed, one of the leaders of the Donner Party, had obtained that, you know, a Lansford Hastings book entitled The Immigrant Guide to Oregon and California. Now, in fairness to Mr. Uh, Mr. Hastings, who wrote the book, his guide only contained a single sentence describing the possible route west of Fort Bridger, Wyoming, that became known as this uh, shortcut known as the Hastings Cutoff. So, like, they would have made it if they took the regular route, but... They they read about this shortcut, and this sentence reads in the in the immigrants' guide to Oregon and California. It reads, "The most direct path would be leaving the Oregon route about 200 miles east of Fort Hall, 
which is today in Idaho, and then bearing west-southwest to the Salt Lake, and from there continuing to San Francisco. So it was only a sentence, right? He didn't, you know, one little sentence. But he failed to mention in this that no one had ever traveled that shortcut. It was a theory. (laughs) Yeah. It was still a theory at this point. Well, it was basically... If you, you the shorter route is a Snake River Canyon that Evil Knievel later on tried to jump right. in a rocket ship and couldn't make it. So yeah, but in theory, in theory it should work. That had they taken the original route, right. they would have made it. But they were trying to you know save some time, so they took this uh, route that was not uh, well traveled or not traveled at all, and basically didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So Brandy, what happens next? In our story. Well, it didn't take long um, for Reed to deduce that taking the new route, the Hastings Cutoff, would reduce the trip by 300, 350, 400 miles. I mean, that um, would that would appear tempting, especially if you're running out of food, right? Like, right. Um, by the time that the group made it to Fort Bridger, he'd convinced some of the members of his party to try mm. the new route. Um, most split off here and said, yeah, no, and stuck with the tried and true route. Yes. Um, Fort Bridger was one of several popular places where parties going to California, Utah, and Oregon split up to take different trails. The main trail began more or less in Missouri and headed west from there. It was common for groups going to California to mingle with other groups aiming for Oregon and even Mormons on their way to the Great Salt Lake. Thank you for recognizing my people. I would not I would not mingle with the Mormons. <clears throat> That's just asking hey. for trouble, really. I really wonder how pioneers yeah. mingle. I mean, do they do they like, you know, have a fire pit and a couple couple mm-hmm. beers? Well, I mean, they're in a town, they just go to the bar. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they got any bars in Mormon country. Well, she's no. a reformed, but this is in she's Missouri. She's a reformed. You can't Mormon. even get you can't even get a good cup of coffee but up. But this there. is in Missouri. Pay attention. The main trail began in Missouri. Oh, we and they we would mingle in Mormons. Missouri. Oh, okay. they were single so and to ready Mormon to mingle, yet. Brandy. Yes. So most groups traveled together as far as possible, <clears throat> and only began splintering off. In what is now Wyoming. Lansford Hastings, this little rat bastard, had visions of somehow wrestling a portion of California away from Mexico and holding high office there. Oh, yeah, so he's solid, solid guy. And it, well, he was going. He wanted to build a wall. Well, clearly. He wanted to he build wanted a wall. To in an effort. In an effort to get immigrants to eventually outnumber the for the few Mexicans who lived there at the time, he published his guidebook. The problem was Hastings was a bitch and had never personally taken the route before publishing his book. You know, traction, you know, that's, that, I'm not sure that's the true sense of democracy <laughs> when you just bring a bunch of Americans to a territory that is owned by Mexico and say, okay, now we're going to have a vote, Colonel. I don't seem well, I, in the spirit of true democracy you know, to me, but let's just 
Yeah, we don't really have a history of being solid people, so let's just settle down. Um, let's just vote the Mexicans off the island. Well, so this this bitch Hastings um, promised to personally lead the Donner Party through his cutoff, despite the fact that he'd never taken it himself, and told them to meet him in Fort Bridger. This probably contributed to Reed's enthusiasm, plus he recognized the opportunity to make up for some lost time. Fort Bridger was an important stop for the Donners. Here they were supposed to meet Major Hastings and then break away from the traditional route and go on the so-called Hastings Cutoff. The only problem was, since the Donners were running late and arriving... See, and this is what happens when people run fucking late. Drives me well, crazy. Well, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail, Brandy. Well, Major That's Hastings true. figured that they weren't showing up because they got there late. And so he just, like, finangled another group and was taking them through the cutoff instead. He's like, fuck, they're not here. I'm not waiting, you know. Well, right. Be- he probably convinced these people to pay him. Um. Is that a smoke detector going off in your house there, Devil? No. We gotta cook we gotta cook Noah's lunch because we fucked around here. So um Oh, okay. Noah can't cook his own lunch now? No, sweetheart. No, no, no. All right, so he, he Hastings when I was takes that off. Age, I was already Hastings takes off. The Donners wait another week um before then deciding to pre- to go through the Hastings cutoff without a guide. Yeah, so they waited yeah, for this, him. He's not showing up. This is a so they're no, yeah, another week is, behind, basically. They're definitely not that bright. On the plus side, the Donners figured the trail of the other groups would not be that difficult to follow, and they were partially correct. Though they didn't know it yet, they still had come across the Wasatch Mountains and the Great Salt Lake Desert before the cutoff rejoined the, rejoined the California Trail. Major Hastings. You know the bitch at that Great Salt Lake Desert. You know trees. It, you know I... you come across. You coming out of the desert, Timmy, and then you see this big, beautiful lake, and it's all salted, Timmy. I know. It's that like sucks. the Lord has cursed the lake. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You go up there. You run up there. It's like ah, and then you take a big gulp of it, and you gotta spit it out, and your horses are falling down, and. You can't fish in there. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you when you you pick up a hooker and it turns out to be a transvestite or you know it's not like that. Um, It's something like that. Yeah, ugly transvestite. Ugly one. I mean, so these dipshits. um, So these dipshits here, uh, they um, they they're getting all these notes from Major Hastings. And while the cutoff did not cut down on the miles, it added significant time that put the Donners that much further behind scheduled. Oh, so they're behind schedule. They just continue to be behind and they just continue to get further and further behind. So it's difficult to imagine a 2020 equivalent of Reed's decision to take the Hastings cutoff. He could not have known that Major Hastings had an ulterior motive for publishing his guidebook. Um, yeah, but why would you even, I mean, why would you even listen to some asshole that, you know, that published this thing? Where have you been? What do you think is happening? 
Well, I'm just saying that... The, Are you uh, kidding me? Pretty, pretty stupid. But I want to go back to the transvestite, Colonel, because with your analogy... I don't think we need to, though. The mm-hmm. Colonel said you, you, no. you take a big drink of the Salt Lake, and then it's salt, and you spit it out. It's similar when you pick up a, a transvestite by mistake, Colonel. Okay, it's not. It's it's very yeah. similar. I mean, you you don't... You know, you... You're running up there. It's like a pretty. I mean, the first. I, I and I've told this because I've told this story to my therapist a hundred times. But you know, the first boobs I ever saw was attached to a man to me down in New Orleans, <laughs> and uh, you know, it was one of those things where they had the barker and they had the the window and uh, the person was on the swing and it was swinging and coming out the window yeah, on you know above the story. street and. Yeah, and, and and this person had the most perfect, the most perfect memories. To me, the most perfect mammogram set. Breast. Uh-huh. You know, build. Yeah, breast and, uh, and, and then I, And then I found out it was, they was hooked to a man, to me. And, and, and that caused quite a bit of confusion in the 12-year-old. Well, I can understand that. So... It's kind of like, kind of yes. like when the Donner so, Party came across the Great, uh, the Great yeah. Salt Lake. All right. Yeah. So Reed continues to just push forward on this, even though Hastings is a piece of shit, liar, fraud, um, and he reckon Reed thinks that if he can get him across, if he can cut three hundred fifty miles off their trip, he would be a hero and make up for lost time. Because yeah, that's what it is. Edwin Bryant happened to be a journalist who joined Lansford Hastings on the first trip through the cutoff. Uh, He quickly decided it was such a monumental mistake that he left several letters behind for the Donners, stating his viewpoint in no uncertain terms. It was clearly much more difficult than anybody imagined. Not one of his letters were ever found by the Donner Party. Bryant later wrote in his diary that he believed Jim Bridger the namesake of Fort Bridger, concealed or destroyed his letters because he supposed uh, the Hastings cutoff would be good for business at his trading post. Amazing. Well, that, that makes sense, you know. Yeah. If you could get, you know. Uh, um, once they had taken the cutoff, the Donners were committed. Uh, the terrain was much steeper than expected, uh, especially as the party trudged over the Wasatch Mountains. <clears throat> Hastings left directions stuck to trees, and Reed continued to advocate for the new route. By this time, there was a growing contingent in favor of just turning around and abandoning their shit. And they were like, "Let's yeah, just stay. Should. Let's just stay right here. This this looks fine." Yeah, or turn around and go back a little bit, or whatever. Yeah, this that, is all mine. That's why you know I I should have been I should have been uh, born in Denver because. You think of people in Denver, right? They go out west, and then they get to, Colonel, they get to the Rocky Mountains, and then they just say, fuck it. I'm, I'm staying here. Fuck yeah. this. I'm staying well, right yeah. here. Fuck this. Yeah. I would, I that's would, what the Donner Party should have done. And, and really, that's why, um, you know, I don't take on long journeys, Timmy. <clears throat> just a trip to the store. I, I like to plan it out. And if it starts raining on the way, <clears throat> I see the things that could happen, Jimmy. I foresee these things, so I just go back to the house. That, see, the Donners, 
they they become kind of a sympathetic story, not a cautionary tale to me. So I I think that we re- we need to historically reframe. Those I, I agree. I agree. As Colonel. foolish people who deserve to be eaten. Colonel, you know I have a I have if a not by other people than bears uh, app on my phone <clears throat> that will tell me where mm-hmm. the nearest public restroom is. Of course you do. It's called Flush. Do you? It's called you Flush, should. and it's a great little tool. Flush. You know, if you're out and about mm. and you need to get to a, I mean, maybe you have bowel problems, Colonel. A lot of our listeners have mm-hmm. problems with the, with their bowels. Um, well, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Flush. Thank you, and they, I'm sure they appreciate it. <clears throat> so, I kind of figure anywhere someone's not looking is a public restroom <laughs> to me. I kind of agree with you. Well, yeah. So, but not seems- on public transport, Colonel. I, that's one thing. No, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Well, I'm that's so glad that you cleared that up. That's so, a that's a bridge that's a bridge too far, Colonel. <laughs> it really is. The do- okay. it really is. So let me let me just be honest with you all and our listeners and everything else. My family has reached about maximum capacity of how quiet they're going to be, and at some point, I'm going to have to yank Noah up by his arm and probably ground him from everything he owns. So we're going to need to. Kinda well, you're the one reading the script. Story, yeah, so, you're you're kind of you're kind of like the Donners. I don't feel like you really plan for this uh, <laughs> podcast, Devil. So, adding to the group's troubles would be the fact that many of the group's cattle and oxen had been stolen by Indians along the road. Oh, I hate route. that. Oh, I hate see? that. Hate it. So I mean, this greatly reduced the food supply. Do we, do we really know uh, it was the Indians, though? I mean, you know, it seems to me that they're, they're just probably not. It was probably, probably a you know, racist a allegations, you know, probably it might be an so Aborigines. Then, it may have been. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Mormons, you know, you know, but it's it easy to say, oh, yeah, blame it on the blame it on the Native Americans. Yeah, I'm just reading the script. So I feel like it was you that did that. Um, so this greatly reduced the group's food supply, and the oxen that they still had soon became overworked. So coming out of the mountains, another one of Hastings' letters were found, um, and it said it would take two days and two nights of difficult travel to get across the desert. The group finally got across the desert in six days. Um, most of their oxen that were out of their minds with thirst fled off into the featureless desert. Yeah, the, the the oxen were like, fuck this, <laughs> we're done, we're done. Right, yeah. No, it is um, nice knowing yeah, you. I'm tired, I'm thirsty, <laughs> you all are idiots, I can't believe I did this. Right. Finally, in late September, the cutoff rejoined the traditional California route. Um, instead of being a true shortcut, Hastings cutoff delayed the party another month. There we go. It was well into October by then, and the tempers were short. <laughs> I bet they were. Uh, oh, my God. You know, yeah. Um, James Reed ended up stabbing a teamster to death for whipping an ox. Well, you know, when you only have one left, you might not want to drive it away. <clears throat> yeah. I wonder, if it was, I wonder if it was Jimmy Hoffa, Colonel, because he was a teamster. <laughs> he was a teamster. Maybe. Um, as a result, those teamsters could be get rough. 
So James Reed stabs a teamster, and as a result, now the group has to decide what to do with James Reed. Uh, most members wanted eating, to hang him. Eating! Yeah. yeah. Well, most people wanted to hang him, but Reed's wife begged for mercy, and eventually James Reed was banished from the group. Oh, he was shown. This is, this is oh, the part no. I love. His family remained with the group. Well, yeah. Uh, they didn't kill nobody. They kept it moving. They banished him, too. Didn't yeah. kill, they didn't kill uh, anyone. But they... They became kind of ostracized because, again, these people are not that bright. Uh, water uh, is typically more available in the mountains than in the desert, typically. Yeah, um, it's, it's not the whole idea of a desert is that there's not a lot of water. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of well, defines <laughs> a desert, but. Yeah, well, here we go. So they evidently came to a crossroads. You can go into the mountains or you can go into the desert. And they said, you know what? We're going to the desert. We got no water, no food. I'll take tired the goddamn oxen. desert. That's right. We're uh, going some, of their the oxen, some of their oxen had ran, ran away. So Right, because they were thirsty from going across the desert before. So I wonder if they their horses had names, though. No, no names. They went through the desert with horses with no names. Okay. Absolutely, they did. Mm-hmm. They did name the oxen, though. Yeah. Larry, I think the main one was Larry. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Babe. Well, no, because if you're going to bang an oxen, you don't want to be banging a stranger, Absolutely Timmy. Absolutely not. Okay. You you want to be able to say, oh, Well, oh, you know what? Oh, you don't, so, whatever, here's, you know. A, here's a tip to our listeners, Brandy, and uh, I'm in all seriousness. If you bang an oxen, make sure you're on top, Colonel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Thank Make you. sure you bring the your more, stool. The more you know. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, don't uh, don't let the, don't let that oxen try to do reverse oxen. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You you end up in the, uh, you know you end up the morning in being in breakfast if you do that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have lost a lot of sympathy. Because those for oxen these are kinky. My God, where is your where is your humanity, Brandy? <laughs> yeah. Because they could just continue to make just the worst decisions. I mean, this is just so. Again, you have a choice: you can go into the mountains where there's water, or you can go into the desert where there's nothing. And so they, of course, decide to go through the desert. <clears throat> you would think by now. You know, going through the desert was only going to be like two days. It was supposed to be two days, two nights, something like that. So, but you would think that, you know, Lansford Hastings' credibility would have been questioned. Because, you know, surprise, surprise, you know, hardly anything that he had promised so far had turned out to be true. And, you know, at some point, evidently somebody smarter than these people should have recognized the pattern of lies. But they just blindly went, yeah, okay. And just kept it moving. Um, but somebody, Brandy, uh, it's, it's easy to to question them today from 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 your in high, hindsight, high yeah, in hindsight there in yeah. Lebanon from your high horse devil. But have you ever yeah. been on a from your wagon ivory train? tower devil? No, I've played Oregon Trail. That's all I'm saying. Did you die of dysentery? Have you have you ever had to? I have take died a group of dysentery, of... cholera, 
I've won 70 ragtag individuals and tried to get them across the United States level. I have no, not no. done that. No. Judge not lest ye be that's, judged. That's from the Bible. And, Thank you mm-hmm. for that. Um, yeah. And again. You wouldn't know is. being a Mormon and all. I said what I said. Yeah, I said what I said. But the group, the group knew that the Sierra Nevadas would be much harder to cross <clears throat> than the Wasatch Mountains. Um, so they stopped for a time to rest what livestock was left and consider whether to proceed or not. I, mean, so I, I, I don't understand that. Like, they're going, you know, okay, we're either going to starve to death or we're going to try to make it over the mountains. And what, what should we do? So, yeah. right. I mean, so it was if, already it, October if it was me, I'd go for it. But, you know, that's me. That's just me. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying. It was already October twentieth, well, and they were already. You're a bold man, Timmy. Mon- you know, behind, way behind. Uh, but they figured they had a few weeks before the passes would close with snow, so they just decided to go ahead and go for it. Uh, they were making good progress, trudging up the grade when it began to snow. They camped three miles below the summit near Truckee Lake. Uh, several attempts were made to breach the summit that had failed. The group had great difficulty even finding the trail in the deep snow. Uh, The party was split into two groups several miles apart. The larger group settled in for the winter at Donner Lake, or Truckee Lake as it was called. Um, The larger group decided to settle in for the winter at Donner Lake in three crude wooden cabins. Okay. Uh, The smaller group settled into tents along... Adler Creek. Another snowstorm hit on November 4th and it snowed for <clears throat> eight days. Several attempts were made on foot to breach the summit, but it was just too difficult. The mountains would soon be covered with up to 30 feet of snow, making it making the pass nearly in, unpassable. That sounds like uh, how the snow I went through when I had to get this uh, walk to school. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot 30 like feet. That. So I had to stand on the back of my oxen. <laughs> so I just want to tell our listeners, you know, sometimes you find little nuggets in the things that Timmy writes, things that you need to keep in mind just as being a good human and a good soul. <clears throat> and this next sentence is that is that nugget of knowledge. Really, I, I think this next sentence really gets to the heart of this story, devil. Yeah, and so... Humans need air, water, and food to survive. Well. And the first two, they had in abundance. So keep See, that I, in mind, I, I kids. feel like they need... Well, if you need to survive as a human, air, water, food. In that yeah. order. And You know, you let, that, let's face it, Brandy. Let's face it. Our listeners are not what? really that bright. So... Our listeners are amazing. <laughs> yeah, I have to put that in there. And I can bet you... I, I don't, I I don't think any of, of our them, listeners... Are, all of them are smarter than these dipshits that decided to follow David Koresh over the fucking mountains. So, you know. All right. So, they did do some hunting. Did David, um, David, did David get, Koresh die? Yes. Yeah. He died a fiery death. Yeah. Um, he was like Steve Hawking at the top of those stairs, really? Timmy. David Koresh was a uh, magician, Yeah, he died right? in the fire. 
No, he was the Waco guy. Oh, no, I'm talking about the guy that would... Uh, I'm talking about the guy that would... David Copperfield? You know, he, <laughs> that guy. He was the guy that... Um, he would, like, bend spoons and stuff on TV with his mind. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think he's... Not, uh, oh. I want to call him Spock. Who was that guy that would bend spoons with his mind? Yeah. I don't know. Uri Geller. Yeah, yeah. Uri Geller. Jesus, <clears throat> nobody gets that. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. So. Well, this is an educational again, podcast, Brandy. It is. So I'm going to reiterate that humans need air, water, and food to survive. There was some hunting. Uh, but the groups had to get really and, and, and I, I'm going to disagree with that, Timmy. Oh. I, I, I believe human humans need faith and hope to survive too. Because no, if you we don't if have you just got food, things. air, and water, Timmy, are you really are you really surviving, Timmy? We don't I have say either no. one of those. I things, say no. So well, the colonel down. makes a good well, point. Well, and, and no, he doesn't. Yeah. All right. So stews were made from the well. Okay, parts. you're surviving, but you're not living. You're okay. not living. You're right. surviving, but not thriving. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Stews were made from the remaining parts of the livestock. Their bones were boiled, <clears throat> softened, and finely eaten. An old ox hide. Mm. Oh God! An old ox hide rug, left in front of a fireplace, was roasted and eaten. Yeah, I mean. You know. Eventually, all of the ox hide tents had been eaten. Hmm. Desperation grew in camp. See, and that's that's a that's a tough call, Colonel. If you have your tent made out of ox hide <laughs> yeah, and you're hungry hide. and it's there's a blizzard outside, uh, that's a tough call. You know, do you do you? I would rather. Have I think it t- is. I would rather have a tent made of you know fillets, but yeah. Then they they, you know. they had to face some difficult choices. So I, that's, I see that. That's the point I'm trying to get there. Trying to make there. There were decisions to be made that, in hindsight, seemed to be... Not great. Um, you know, we could judge them. We could judge them. I or am. we could say, we could put ourselves in their snowshoes <laughs> and say, well, what would I do? You know, and, and I was re- really, you know, this is back before the what would Jesus do days. Because, you know, it's easy... Jesus would have just found a fish and made 5,000 more fishes, and they would have been fine. He's, he's got a good point, right? Randy, as always. He, <clears throat> he sure, 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 sure. Okay. So these people are getting desperate. Um, and some reason that individuals might succeed in navigating the pass where the wagons couldn't. So on November 12, 1846, the storm abated, and a small party tried to reach the summit on foot, but found the trek through the soft, deep powder too difficult. And return that same evening. You think the women? Uh, you think the women of the Donner Party wore uh, Uggs, Brandy? Do I think they wore Uggs? Yeah. Probably if they wanted their feet warm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they would have come in handy, but but they probably boiled them by that time and ate them. Over the next week, they're walking around barefoot. Ugh. Over the next week, two more attempts were made by other small parties, but both quickly failed. With a dwindling food supply, it became clear the party would not survive the winter, so another expedition over the mountain was planned. You know, they should, should turn back. Crude snowshoes were, fas- were fashioned 
and a group of 17 departed the Donner Lake location in an attempt to cross over the pass. Within days, the hikers were severely frostbitten and starving. <laughs> Jesus. Didn't turn out quite like they This planned. reminds me of Arrested Development. You know, I, I keep waiting for Ron Howard to say, crude snowshoes were fashioned and 17 departed. Yeah. They failed. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so there's... Um, their meager food their beha- supply. Their behavior starts to become erratic. Yeah, here, they start devil. to lose their shit. So they had no yeah. way of establishing a shelter because they ate their tents already. Uh, and when a blizzard hit on their fourth day on the mountain, the group became completely exposed to the elements. Blinding snow and freezing temperatures took their toll on the undernourished group. The oxen. Did they, had they never heard of igloos? Or a cave. Why didn't they build... This is what I'm trying to figure. Why can't they build a goddamn igloo? I don't know. They they learn they can boil a tent. <laughs> they know how to get the technology to boil a tent, but they can't build an igloo. I don't... I got nothing. Uh, the oxen that carried the group across the western plains was soon devoured. Uh, the skin yeah. was then used to make the shelter, but soon even the skin was boiled to make soup, leaving the travelers again exposed to the elements. With winter not settling there, with winter not set, set, whatever, settling there, were a few opportunities for gain, whatever that means. Uh, the group then turned to the unthinkable, cannibalism. Patrick Dolan was the well, weakest they, link. They turned pretty quick yeah. for uh, it being unthinkable. Yeah. Wasn't unthinkable. They've been thinking about it for, <laughs> oh, well, you, you know, know, they've been thinking about know, cannibalism since they first said they ate that first row. I mean, you know, well, that's yeah, when sure they started thinking about probably it. Probably playing um, cards against humanity, Maybe sitting in there, whatever oxen, it is. Yeah. tent. Yeah. Who goes first? All right. So the first guy was the mm-hmm. weakest link, and his name was Patrick Dolan. Ah, uh, good old uh, Patrick. He had been, good old Patrick. Patrick was probably a loudmouth. Yeah, he was, guess. I'm guessing he's he, a drunk Irishman, I guess. I don't know, but yeah. he'd been a neighbor of another family in Iowa, and during the storm, he lost he lost his head at one point and ran out into the open weather. Well, at, probably we know now suffering from hypothermia. He began to strip off his clothes. See, I oh, I don't think that is, was an easy decision for them. <laughs> Who has not, now, who has not, when you've seen it snowing really hard, devil, and I, and, and I know you you being of the uh, witchery faith uh, that, you, that you belong to, and you, you, what do they call that, sky clad, when you're out naked in, in, the, in the thing? Um, you know you've run outside naked before. Thank you've you run see. outside, and nobody's put you in a, in a pot. To cook? Well, I mean, this poor guy. I mean, just, I think you know, when you here's, when you're in a blizzard and you take off your <clears throat> clothes, run run frolic around the camp. It's like dinner and a show. Make make in snow angels while you're while you're uh, freezing. It's time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see I, that to me is like saying, does anyone volunteer to be eaten? I mean, that's that guy's raising yeah, that's his hand. Basically, what he did. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't do that because you get you get those low temperatures, Timmy. Low temperatures and naked don't go well together, no, Timmy. No, they don't. Because you know the thing. Well, it turtles up, Timmy. <laughs> oh my god! And before they eat you, 
everybody's going to be talking about. I wonder if they ate the What a tiny. Yeah, I wonder if they ate the genitals. I guess they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Well, yeah. Those were true Rocky Mountain oysters, Timmy. (laughs) So, Patrick. Patrick's the first to go. And they were traveling with two Indians. And the Indians were like, you people are fucking crazy. We are not eating that shit. And so then there became discussion among the group about killing and eating those Indians. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> you, you get a little hungry. Yeah. So, you know, stomachs, go, well, stomachs start growling. First thing you know, let's eat the Indians. Mm. Yeah. Let's so, eat the Indians. You know what sounds good? Some yeah. Indian food. Yeah. Well, the Indians... Uh, decide, you know what, this this is fucking out of control, and they fucking they, bounce and go out on Yeah, they're own. not feeling good about what's going on yeah. around here. No, curry, like, uh, no hey guys, curry for me. It's been real. Gotta go. Um, but soon, these guys started hunting them, <laughs> and they were eventually murdered by members of the party and eaten. Oh. Um, okay, can I can I interject see, that's murder, something here? You know, and, 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 and I feel like I feel like I'm going to get a get a little bit of pushback on this in in these days. But I but I feel like these weren't very good Indians. Why do you say that, Colonel? You know, because well, aren't Indians supposed to have known the land and be able to? They got caught by a bunch of white yeah, people. They, they got tracked down and hunt. Indians are supposed to be the guides well, that get right. you through they things. Hired, they hired uh, they hired some incompetent Indians. Is what, is what you're saying? Well, I just feel like these weren't real. It's like when you go down to Gatlinburg, you know. Oh yeah, and there's the and they guy got the Indian there. You can get your yeah, picture taken with. The with dress but and he's stuff. got like a New Jersey yeah. accent. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey yo, come over here, get your picture taken with a real Indian. You know, I mean, I'll pay the five dollars. You know, you got the headdress on and everything, but I'm not thinking you're a real Indian. Well, it doesn't matter because these two are dead. Um, and over the next the next several weeks, members of the party started to die from exposure, and then they just ate them. Although, in their defense, great care was taken to ensure that family members did not feast on their own dead relatives. Well, that's that's a that's a good cuz that would have been gross. That's a good policy. Well, yeah, because there's there's got to be some decorum. I mean, uh, that there's got to be some I, I, know you would, I mean, you probably wouldn't want you know, probably wouldn't want to devour well, one of one of your sons, I'm assuming. Right. But if you oh, had no, to, my son's let's say it's skinny. a force situation. My sons are skinny. Which one which one of your sons would you eat? Um, I I will probably eat uh probably eat Tanner because he's very picky about what he oh, eats, yeah. you know. Oh my god! So I feel like you know Taylor, I'd be afraid to eat. So he he would be like I don't know what <laughs> right. he's ingesting. But Tanner would be, you know, he was uh, you know that he was eating uh, uh, healthy foods. So he healthy balanced meal. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, right. yeah, but. But they're all so skinny that you know I'd have to eat all three of them just to get a just right. to get a happy meal out of them, you know. So they're not eating their own relatives. The meals were made with great care. The livers, brains, and other organs were carefully removed and eaten, providing the group with much needed protein. Although the yeah. dead bodies provided much uh, provided the nourishment, it didn't last long, and soon the remaining members were once again with empty stomachs. 
and my guess is nobody's sleeping. Well, then you, you know, then what do you do when you run out of relatives, you know? Then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Well, you're all watching each other. Yeah. And, you know, nobody can go to sleep because you never know. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. Had a terrible fall. So, right. A few travelers decided to make it over the mountain despite blizzard conditions because probably because they didn't want to be eaten. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, a bunch of these people, take my they chan- died. I take my chances on the mountain. Right. Right. But, but I mean, with the Indians, um, with the two Indians, that was just murder. It was. It was oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah they not, were you know, I've lost sympathy. <laughs> yeah, I've lost sympathy. No. Um, so, but these people would go and all these attempts were made to go ahead and cross over and they died and then they would be brought back to camp at Eaton. Um, and after several failed attempts, one group finally came over the mountain and with help of some local American Indians were able to find help. Oh, that's good. Several rescue parties. Now, now this part right here, devil, this part right here, with the help of some of the local Native Americans, I kind of feel like there was a bunch of local Native Americans just sitting around from a distance watching watching this party. Well, you know. Yeah, just like, you know. They were only like, you know, because they had to go over the mountain, right? That was the tough part. They They were less than 10 miles from safety. It's just that 10 miles was up a side of a mountain. So these local Native Americans are just sitting watching this whole shit show going down. And, you know, at some point, the mama comes and says, you know, to one of the Indians, you know, okay, you you guys have had I mean, the thing, you wouldn't wouldn't want want to mention. Go take them some grain. Go take them some, you know, give them some directions. You wouldn't want to mention to the Indians that, you know, you killed two of their Brethren and ate them. I mean, that probably would turn. Yeah, they might not help you. Well, that would that would go yeah, poorly. I would, I would think. Yeah. So they sent several rescue parties um, that were planned to come out uh, to the relief of the Donner Party, but it was still they were still trapped on this east side of the mountain. I mean, because the the rescue and, party had the same problem, right? Because sure, you know, they had the same um, condition. Unfortunately, they probably just you know they probably just had more food because these idiots. Um, unfortunately, the conditions were just as bad for the relief party as it was for the victims that they were trying to rescue. Charles, please tell us about the rescue. Well, Devil, in all, four rescue expeditions were organized. But the snow, t- the snow was deep, Devil. It, it was deep. And it took until April 29, Devil. Now, these people... They didn't, yeah, hopefully they year. filed extensions was, for their tax returns. It was a year, yeah. Um, but for the last survivor to be taken out of the camp. Now, the rescues, rescuers describe scenes of children sitting upon a log with their faces strained with blood, devouring the half-roasted liver and heart of their father, which is kind of like, you know, some of the holidays we've had around here. And... uh while around the fire were hair, bones, skulls, and fragments of half-consumed limbs. And if they would have consumed a whole limb, then they wouldn't have had to eat as so many people. You that's, know? that's true. It's like, it's like pizza. You don't just get to eat the pizza and oh, toss yeah, the like how, like You know, that counts as a whole. What about leftovers? I mean, like, do you, can you eat them the next day? or? Yeah, how do you well, save yeah, them? Because you freeze them. You just well, I guess you're up in the frozen the mountain, so like you just the move them. You know, you just move them three feet from you and you're putting them in the freezer. So I guess it holds. But uh, now there were 
half-eaten carcasses laying about the camp. And why they didn't eat the whole carcass, I don't understand, but... Tim said continue without him. Tim said continue without him. Okay. So, now, why they, why why did they not eat the whole carcasses? I don't get that. Maybe they're just they would have had to eat. That's possible. Now, of the nearly 90 members who left Springfield, Illinois, only 45 made it to California. As many as 21 members have been eaten. Oh Some survivors died shortly after reaching California. The ordeal had already taken its toll, devil. Many of the survivors lost limbs due to frostbite and suffered chronic physical and mental disorders from their ordeal. I guess it's what they would call today as PTSD, the post-Donna dinner party stress-delayed syndrome. Males succumbed at a higher rate than women. That's strange, but it's true. Overall, the death toll was highest among the very young and elderly because they couldn't run so fast, I suppose, devil. And they could just track them down. Many of the uh, survivors were children and thus orphaned. The young women were forced to marry men in order to survive in their new home. Inspired from their ordeal, many of the survivors thrived. After reaching California, one survivor, Sherman Otis Houghton, Went on to become mayor of, yeah, that's a great name, mayor of San Francisco, and he was later elected to Congress. Good on him. But as stories about the disaster began to circulate, many of the survivors became ostracized. Some went as far as to change their name so as not to be tied to the story of the Donna Party. Although there were talk about prosecuting some of the survivors for cannibalism or even murder, no charges were ever filed, devil. Well, how do you prove it? In the end, most accepted the fact that the members of the party simply did what they had to do in order to survive. And in 1927, the state of California created the Donna Memorial State Park. And it's a great place to have a picnic, devil, to honor those people of the Donna Party. I Other guess. states have paid tribute to the Donna Party. And... uh Truckee Lake, where most of the members perished, is visited by thousands of tourists each year, devil. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how it all that's how it all ends. Well, that's so. ridiculous. Yeah. That story was ridiculous. I they it were was, just it was kinda crazy. That yeah. they're just like kinda. these dumbasses that, you know, I don't know if you leave a month late. Like, I don't know what you expect to happen. Like, it just, you leave a month late. Well, I don't understand why they ate the, why they ate the tents before they ate the people. It seems like you would have just started eating people, realizing, you know, the long game here is that they were just so short-sighted. They really were. That's what it seems to me. They really they were. really were. Well, Charles, that is all for the Donner Party. That is, we uh, have, uh, we don't have our, our Patreon. We, um, uh, it got oh, Timmy up. mentioned one. Um, Liz Lawrence is a new Patreon, so thank you. Thank you and, very much. And 
congratulations again to Clark and Diane Trowbridge. Again. Again. Yes. Because they are. They have been. They they are just doing very well. I talked to Clark for a long time for for a little bit the other night, and uh, they're doing very well. And one of the things I miss about DweebCon is not seeing Clark and Diane. I know. So. We have to do that next so, year. Let's get this under control. We can do it next year. We'll get this uh, RoboCop or Amicor, whatever it is, under control, and we'll be there, Devil. All so, right. So until then, until next week, you take care, Devil. And you have yourself a. I'll see you before then, Devil. I'll see you. Merry little Christmas. Yes, I will see you soon. I'll see you this week. Yeah. All right. Later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Devil. And I'll talk to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.